When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Sift Spoil. This is the uh, the post-podcast further discussion, including spoilers uh, for this week's movie, which was American Made. Still got Daniel from Quality Check Podcast with me hanging hey guys. out. Uh, we are not going to be afraid to talk spoilers now, so if you haven't seen the movie, please go away. We do not want you here. <laughs> uh, no, but seriously, there are a couple reasons, right? Number one, we don't want to spoil the movie for you. Mm-hmm. We feel like it's a much better experience to watch a movie and have the story elements revealed to you as the storyteller intends. Mm-hmm. Number two, we're not going to go in order. We're going to be jumping around different places. And if you haven't seen the movie, you're likely to be confused about some of the things we're talking about anyway. So um, so because of those reasons, if you haven't watched the movie, we highly recommend you do that first. Just leave this episode in your podcast player. It'll be here waiting for you when you're ready. So let's okay. talk about American Made. Yeah. This was... It caught me off guard, Aaron. So what do you want to talk about? Like, what do you want to, that we didn't get a chance to mention? I mean, we could talk specifically about yeah. his story. Uh, the main things that I want to talk about all kind of come towards the end. Well, not not necessarily. Um, it's interesting because I think this movie, if I'm understanding correctly, is conjecturing a lot mm-hmm. about what happened with his story. Um, unless I'm missing references somewhere. All I can figure out is that this dude was a drug runner for one of the most violent and worst um, drug cartels in the history. Maybe the worst. Pablo Mm -hmm. Escobar was an absolute monster. And this movie seems to insinuate that he, you know, kind of got himself, you know, uh, that he was casually running cigars. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, or, but my understanding is. He he actually um, was fired from TWA uh, because of some of the things he was doing. Oh, he he was uh, transporting plastic explosives to Mexico. Wow! And so he got fired from TWA uh, and then became a drug runner for cocaine, different things. Was mm-hmm. caught doing that and then made a plea that hey, maybe I can turn evidence on these people. This movie seems to insinuate that, like, the CAI, like, found him, and he wasn't that, you know, and they kind of turned him into, you know, taking pictures and those kind of things. I don't see that anywhere in his story. Interesting. So like, they, in his real story. They took the liberties of saying, hey, he was headhunted in a good way right. by our government. And they said, you know what? We can use your uh, your unique set of skills right. to help us. Even though it's for bad. Fascinating. I actually did not. Now, when we get into the Reagan years in this movie, mm-hmm. yeah. I started to pick up on other things that I was more aware of. But during like the car from the beginning through Carter, that era up until Reagan uh, was kind of fresh. I didn't really know that the name Barry Seal sounds very familiar. And whenever I went to whenever they ended up saying his name, because even in the trailers, I didn't catch that mm-hmm. or at least. Um, uh, not the actual trailer, but um, one on the radio, mm-hmm. and I didn't hear them say that. Uh, because 
as far as like the actual trailers, I was able to avoid, mm -hmm. uh, and I just didn't know what to to really expect. But the name Barry Seal, I also feel like was mentioned in the one of the first episodes of Narcos. He's in the or, first season, I think. So, okay. in one episode, in his portrayal in Narcos, I'll have to go back and watch it. I don't remember it extremely well, but if I am remembering it, it was not a very pretty portrayal, and okay. it seemed. To me, that feels like maybe a more accurate portrayal of the real guy. Um, you know, this movie tried to play him like a family man who mm -hmm. was trying to do it all for his family, and he's just he's just a crazy American guy who's just taking advantage of whatever situations in front of him. <laughs> he seemed like an awful dude that was willing to do anything just to be rich. And in the Narcos episode, he was um, portrayed as like a sex crazy guy huh. and on the drugs himself and. Wow. Like just I, I if I'm remembering correctly, and I, I may be off on that, but um but it wasn't wasn't a very pretty picture. And I think in Narcos they actually killed him in Colombia, which isn't true. He actually was killed as was portrayed in this movie. I really? guess that's probably the biggest spoiler is he's killed in this movie. Mm -hmm. The main the main star is, you know, <laughs> murdered. Now, of course, that happens like in the last like two or three minutes. Sure, of sure, it. yeah. But yeah. it would before that I was I was thinking he might actually get away. Yeah, like in the as it was leading, because I thought in the very beginning, I thought there's no way, there's no way he's going to escape this path, this violent path that he's down. Uh, whether it be the U.S. government, I thought he was going to be thrown in prison. Yeah, and uh, here in in the U.S. But and he the, he actually was the real Barry Seal was in prison. Uh, now in the movie it portrayed it was in a uh, prison in Central America. Is that mm -hmm. right? And yeah. uh, but so he was here imprisoned in well, the U.S. From what? all I can tell, that's where he first started working for the DEA was after he was incarcerated for running drugs. Okay. So that you know, all that stuff about, you know, the government being in charge like from what I am understanding, it's it, I mean, again, this could be conjecture on their part based on things that, you know, whether these I don't know if they're these videotapes that are actually real that are okay. portrayed in the movie. I have no idea. But, like, all that, um, how, what's the name of the city again? Mania. Mania. All that mania, mania, Arkansas. All that mania stuff is the stuff that is, um, in the movie, it's the government, right? And in real life, I think it's actually just him. Like, at least how I'm understanding it. So, I don't know. It's just one of those weird things. And that brings me to another point. Mania sounds really familiar. Yeah. As in, it's, not, it's still part of the Ozarks. I mean... Like near the, uh, well, it's Arkansas, right? Okay, so it is actually more. Here's like a map, and it is more southern Arkansas, mm. and so that's interesting. It's not as like closer to the Missouri Arkansas border. I was thinking that it was actually yeah. in, in that area. So, but yeah, no that that's something that I was, I didn't really, the way it was portrayed, it came off as if. He was escaping all of these things. And that the government was just as much at fault mm -hmm. here as he was. And the movie does... Uh, and here's another thing where the movie puts the... the doesn't... I guess doesn't um, uh, absolve the government of something they could have. Uh, they tried to get him to take witness protection custody. And in real life, he said he didn't want it. Um, and so he, he died. But in the, in mm -hmm. the movie... It's like he's saying, well, they make me go to the same place every week. Of course, they're going to know where I am, you know, kind of thing. Right? Didn't you kind of get that mm -hmm. that feel? And in real life, the government was like, we want to protect you. And he was like, nah. Hmm. So, you know, I, I don't know. It's just It really feels like this movie is trying to turn a villain into a hero. 
Interesting. And I just, I, it's just, it's bothersome to me. I just well, like. Well, especially knowing that. Yeah. And going into, did you know that going into the movie? No, no, knew, no, no. This is all, this is all post research. Okay. So, and I could see, especially watching the movie, knowing that fact would be bothersome and it would really keep you from liking the movie more. And like you said, as you're explaining this, it makes me like the movie a little less. Yeah. Because of this fact of it is truly at the end of the movie. I can't remember which actor, but he was working for the DEA and he said, we're going to turn you into a hero, Barry. It's mm-hmm. like, you're a true hero. That's kind of how it seemed. Mm-hmm. As in he was doing all these things. He happened to be kind of, you know, at the right place at the right time to not be in jail, to not be incarcerated, to escape, you know, with the uh, cartel and mm-hmm. not be in hot water with them and uh, be able to get out of it uh, and, and not be in trouble with the U.S. government. It just happened to fall in that little crevice that there's a crack between it's the gray zone and he was able to escape everything. That's the way the movie portrayed it. Right. So it sounds like it wasn't really that way in real life. That's not what that's not fascinating. what I read that's, and researched said um again i i am no expert i I just did some post research on you know some online sources wikipedia those kind of things um and and i could be completely wrong maybe it really did happen this way but it just feels it feels very much a movie that is trying to make this character lovable and Mm -hmm. i don't understand it because i think you could still have a great movie if you deal with the authenticity and reality of him being a bad person um other dramatic instances, I guess this is a spoiler as well, really funny part of the movie when uh, they, the CIA apparently is, you know, putting all his stuff in burn bags, they're cutting ties. And then the ATF, the DEA, the FBI, <laughs> yeah. the state, state police, yeah. they all converge within 30 seconds of each other <laughs> on his compound. I'm like, come on, yeah. really? Yeah. I mean, that's funny, yeah. but there's no way that happens. It, so it was, it was especially there once they take him in, and and they're all standing around yeah. together, and it's like, yeah. And he's like, I'll buy you Cadillac for your trouble, yeah, of just bringing me here, and I'm gonna walk out. Uh, that was great. Yeah, I thought that was funny. Again, but- it's funny, it's clever, it's you know charismatic, and it makes you you know fi- find him even more lovable and interesting sure. and clever and. Well, that's just not who he was. Like, that just didn't happen. There was, during that, I didn't groan out loud, but whenever they kept showing up, I'm like, man, this seems a little bit like Get Smart or something like that, yeah. where everyone just happens to convene at the right time. It was, but, yeah, and there are certain elements to, um, I love Tom Cruise. I love what he ended up doing, but I just wish, like you were saying earlier, taking it along the Breaking Bad path. Yeah, give me some authenticity to it. The evolution of a character who, because if you're involved in a world like that long enough, you become a product of your environment, I would assume, right? Right. Where you just, you're so involved, no matter what you do to remain optimistic, you're going to kind of fall down this rabbit hole, this trap door that you have kind of set for yourself. Yeah, you're either a purposefully bad person or you're a sociopath. Yeah. And neither of those things are, you know, portrayed in this movie at all. There's no weight to it. So. And it won't work out. Yeah. A good a good point of this is if you try to make a little extra cash, just like what Walter White did in Breaking Bad or um, Marty, I forget his last name, in the show Ozark, mm-hmm. it's not going to turn out good. Yeah. And no spoilers for those, but just, you know, for whatever you end up doing, obviously, it's just... <laughs> 
you're involved with the life of crime, it's just not going to turn out very well. So what are some <laughs> what are some of your uh, any other moments in the movie that you, you can remember thinking you enjoyed or you know specific things you want to talk about? Yeah, the very beginning, as I was saying, I love how the cuts, the the way the movie was edited, the pace was just uh, because it was trying to tell a story that's been told a lot, right? Right. And so it was going through. I loved also the design of where it would like say CIA 78 or something like that. And mm-hmm. that's how the tapes were labeled at the very end of the movie where he was going through and having these confessions. Yeah. I love that idea. So it was literally tying it in. And I also loved editing those in with a story at the end that he was trying to explain going back and yeah, detailing. Yeah, very clever. And that makes me wonder, do those tapes actually exist? Are those in confidential files in the U.S. government that we'll never know about? I well, and then how does the movie know about them? Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like <laughs> yeah. I, I again, I just I need some clarification on this. And again, if I'm if I'm wrong, you know, then that's great, and maybe it change my view of the movie. But I just cannot find where this is something that, like, I can't find any articles on this aspect of what they're talking about, like him being a a spy before mm-hmm. he was a drug runner. Like this is this is saying the government sent him down to do spy work. And he just happened to fall into drug running. And everything I'm reading is saying he purposefully was trying to make money off of bringing cocaine to America. Like, that was his goal. Well, the, so, and I found it funny. And the and this is where the, the beginning really works for me, is that he just seems to be kind of like that John McClane character, where mm-hmm. he happens, instead of being, you know, wrong place, wrong time, he happens to, everything's working out in his favor. I love whenever he's saying certain things. Like whenever he finally reveals to his wife, he says, I work for the CIA. Yeah. I just love the way that he was interacting at times with other people. And he was so convinced that he was doing good, even though what he was doing was just so like, how could you live with yourself yeah. knowing that you're running this? This is, this, is a good, then- this is a good point. I think we do talk about it in the podcast proper a little bit, but maybe, maybe not as much. So I'll emphasize it here. Even if what this movie is saying happened is true and actually happened, he's still that bad of a person that it's hard to root for him. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Even the movie itself has that element to it where you're like, this should be weighing on this character more. Yeah. So, yeah. And also, you you kind of have a path that I think some of the characters, you you have that evolution. Uh, Schaefer is a character that you see, it's taking a toll on him. Yeah. But also, how he ends up uh, changing to a degree uh, by the end of the movie uh, in a lot of different ways. And you have... The other element was his wife seemed to be relatively uh, the same as his character. She didn't change very much. Well, she's so one-dimensional, too. Yeah. I mean, there's just nothing to her. So the one, the one thing that connected in my mind was Sharon Stone from Casino, mm-hmm. where that character... But she's more, obviously, Sharon Stone in, in that movie... She, it, there's more depth. There's, yeah. they go places with her a lot more. Whereas this, she is, um, they don't. And yeah. it kind of falls flat. She also has a tendency to, um, what do you think about their chemistry, by the way, Tom Cruise and, and uh, his wife? I, I didn't, I mean, it wasn't notable to me. It, I, it doesn't mean it was bad. I just didn't notice it being a good thing. Didn't register. And that, that's, uh, any more than Tom Cruise's, is has chemistry with every human being he's in a movie with you know what i mean like he's just he's just a charismatic guy so um and that was that was one of my complaints about it that i didn't go into an improper but the um 
as far as like a lot of his, he was portrayed as this family man, but uh, there are a few scenes that we get with him as his family, but it was, I, I was asking, or at least saying in my mind, it would be interesting to see this in a longer format to see this kind of like Narcos, the way Barry's yeah. story is told in you know multiple episodes or in a way that we can spend more time with him and find out the true element. Because I did feel like there was something that maybe the story was holding back with him. Um, but again, they're trying to portray him as his family man. And even the movie itself, I don't know, like portrays him as an awful like, okay, so the movie is trying, it's weird, right? There's two levels to it. There's the level where what the movie is trying to tell you about him, which is that he's doing this for his family. But then there's the actual facts of the movie where it's like, no, you're lying to her the entire way. Yeah. You're, you only tell her stuff when you get caught. Yeah. You're, you know, you are putting your entire family in, you know, mortal danger. You are not a good husband or father. Period. Like, <laughs> movie, stop trying to make me think this is about a good husband and father who's trying... You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just a weird thing. Yeah, and that's where... Um, maybe it was towards the end of the movie I started thinking more about that and about how uh, when you have more time to live in this world and how, like, where things are going, uh, I started asking, at least... Um, I, I'm trying to remember the cutoff where I started thinking, you know, Tom Cruise, I love Tom Cruise and he's, he's definitely doing, uh, he's doing a great job. But uh, as far as like the characters and, and everything that's happening, what point do you just say, no, enough is enough. Like yeah, I can't, I don't, for I you don't yet. want to like yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Did, was there ever like a cutoff for you or was that kind of from the very well, beginning? Or? I, I'll tell you this and it's probably just from watching Narcos, mm -hmm. but as soon as I found out he was working at all, with Escobar's people, I was like, you're not a good dude. Like, yeah. there's no way you're a good person. And that like, happens relatively early on. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I had it pretty early on. Um, there's not really a lot else I, I wanted to mention. Uh, there are some fun moments, I think, particularly of the first time the FBI agent comes to town, FBI agent comes to town, and he's looking around at, like, 12 different banks on the same street <laughs> because the banking industry in this tiny little town has to be huge to store the money of this man. Um, just little funny moments like that where sure. you can tell whoever wrote this. I don't know that Lyman wrote it. I'm not sure. I should look it up. But um, whoever wrote it, Lyman's direction, the performances, they all, they all have a good sense of humor because um, it is funny. But again, at the end of the day, I don't know that I wanted it to be that funny. Yeah. I wanted it to be a little more real. You're dealing with real stuff. Now, so, did you, that's it for me. Were, were you really expecting this, Aaron? Like, was this on your radar? Oh, no. Or? I had no idea what I was going into. Okay. I just knew Tom Cruise was in it. Kind of like the couple that, that walked in before me. <laughs> it was a little different for me because I see it to review it. But Gary Spinelli is the writer, the writer of this. Okay. And uh, doesn't look, he's only credited for five other. Uh, project from Fast Times, Spicoli. Uh, sp uh, sp <laughs> yeah, just I'm just kidding. Uh, Stash House actually is the only other movie he's written before this. Wow, well, there you so, go. I did not know that. Well, there you go. Uh, do you have anything else? No, I don't. Right. I uh, the the one thing that I did enjoy was the uh, the confessions, but I thought they would end up taking a different path with that, where he was going to be yeah. more of a like say Heisenberg from mm -hmm. Breaking Bad and. He is going to be a more somber person. He's like, man, I really messed up. And it goes, shows this, it's basically this massive compare and contrast where you have this really high energy to someone who's like, 
I should not have done this. Here's just something that I'm reflecting on my life as I'm about to, you know, approach my untimely end. And this is like two different people. And then they merge and meet in the middle. I was kind of expecting them to do that. But um, thinking about it after the fact, I enjoyed it in the moment because it makes you like like him. But after knowing more about what you just revealed I, and seeing more in the movie, it's hard for you to, I guess, go back, which I think will end up affecting the replay value of a movie like this. I, the, the more end. I think about it, the more I realize how much this movie wants you to like this character. Mm-hmm. Um, I think of the fact that they want you to think he's really smart and a genius. And the only reason he got caught is because he had a dumb brother-in-law that, you know, got him caught. Well, that's not true. He got caught because he's running cocaine across the border and they're going to catch him. Um, so, you know, they go out of their way to make sure it was somebody else's fault and not his, um, from the, in this, this was funny again, it was funny, but the idea that, you know, every time he started his car, he made sure nobody was standing around his car. You know, can you can you guys step a little? I'm going to start my car. Can you step a little bit? Away? But again, it's a decision to make you like this character more and think he's a good person. And the movie is taking great pains to make this person doing awful things seem like an amazing person. Mm-hmm. And I just I don't think it works. I yeah. think there's a there's too much of a cognitive dissonance there to really buy in or to believe it. So. Well, there you go. That's American Made with spoilers. Um, Thank you for sticking around for the Sip Spoil. And uh, we will be back next week, hopefully with some spoilers on Blade Runner 2049. Um, so, So, yeah, we will catch you then. Thanks. Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money.